Hi, this is Dion Beg from Butler Mortgage. We're currently ranked the number one mortgage brokerage in Ontario and number two in Canada. And much of our success is due to the fact that we help clients acquire multiple investment properties. If you'd like to talk with a mortgage advisor who specializes in investment property, you can reach me at 888-684-8326. To learn more about what's going on in the world of investment property financing, check out episode 23 of the Breakthrough Podcast, where I discuss the topic with Robin Sandy. Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast, show 100. We are live at the Real Estate Girl Summit 2019 Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. And we are here with our first guest. First guest of the day, Dan Merriam, speaking to the mic. Hey guys. Happy to have you on. We're going to uh, rip through a couple questions with you. Um, Dan being the sophisticated investor, he is, he's off to China in a couple hours, so we gotta got to get through a few things before he does that. What are we going to ask him, Rob? Well, I guess the first question that we were going to ask you today is, um, what are some of the goals that you achieved in the past year with real estate investing? Good question. Um, I've really been working on cleaning up my portfolio, getting rid of properties that aren't performing, um, trying to move up to bigger properties, to better properties. Um, and then the other thing I've been working on is just building a great team, finding um, not just trades, but lawyers, um, people that can give me good advice, um, tax accountants, and uh, making more connections with great real estate agents and other investors who I can learn from. Power team. Heard that one a couple times. Yeah, that's right it. On. Awesome. Um, what are your big goals coming up for next year? So, one of my one of the things I've been working on, and Sandy knows this because he's been helping out, um, is moving away from some of the smaller multi-family properties, two, three, four units, and into some bigger development opportunities um, and uh, and some commercial opportunities. So, um, it's been a bit of a learning curve. Um, it's been uh, yeah, it's, it's a totally different beast. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I, I've been really focusing on, on learning and growing in that area and, uh, I have three projects on the go right now that I'm working on one of which I'm very excited about. Um, and, uh, and just starting the planning phase and working with some architects on that now. So these are all your Hamilton primarily. Yeah. yeah. These are all downtown Hamilton. Um, I think there's a, Really great opportunity to take um, old um, vacant buildings and, and warehouse style places and turn them into interesting spaces for, uh, for residential and commercial. So, um, And you don't want to share with us really what that project is quite yeah, yet? Yeah, absolutely. I, I just didn't know how much time we had. Um, so it's a 15,000 square foot warehouse that I'm going to be converting into hard lofts, um, adding a third story, maybe even looking at some... Um, uh, prefab opportunities um, and then on the main floor do commercial and maybe even a self-storage component. So um, a lot depends on what the city will allow, but um, Hamilton, I think, is, is getting uh, coming more flexible and is getting um, working with investors in a way that I don't think they did five or ten years ago. So um, there's been a lot of changes to the zoning in Hamilton um, for mixed use and hopefully residential will come soon. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting project, um, as you guys can tell. Uh, so what is one, one tip, one word of advice that you would give someone out there who's listening to uh, advance their career in real estate investing? I, I touched on it earlier, but I'll say it again. Build a great team. And, um, and to add to that, I think too many people are looking for cheap or inexpensive resources. And, and, and I used to do that and, and I've realized it's penny wise pound foolish. It, it doesn't, it doesn't really generate results. You need, you need a team of quality people. Um, I always like to pay my professionals well because, um, because they fill in the gaps where you're not as strong, focus on your strengths and, um, and find other people to, um, fill in your weaknesses and, and, and only a good team can do that. 
Cool. Yeah, I agree with that too. That was one of the things that I discovered actually more recently than I would have liked to is just, um, there was, there was several people that, you know, I would work with and then you would get a decent result, but sometimes it would take an awfully long time to finish the project. Right. Yep. So alternatively, I had this guy who, who come, who would come in and get the job done in like two days where, you know, anyone else would take in a week kind of thing, charge the same amount. And I go, wait a minute, you only worked for two days. Like, why are you charging me so much? He goes, well, you know, I got it done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a pro. So, yeah. yeah. No messing around. So, yeah. uh, perfect. Well, what else? Dan's got a flight to catch. Dan's a full, full-time investor and yep. looking on some, I don't know, I guess you're doing some international stuff. So that's pretty fun. Do you want to shed any light on that before we let you go? Yeah, I'm, I'm helping. Um, I, what I've really been working on is... Um, starting a business doing consulting for businesses um, and helping businesses grow and taking some of the um, experiences I've had and, um, and learning along the way. Um, so I have a friend in China who runs a manufacturing company and um, I'm working to um, help him grow his business basically. So um, yeah, it's a completely different opportunity. It's, it's outside of real estate investing, but who knows, it could come full circle. He, uh, he's also, uh, a new real estate investor and he's looking at some of those opportunities as well. So, um, yeah, right now it's pretty, pretty early on, but it should be, uh, hopefully it will work out. So, so you have a flight to catch you said, yeah, I'm flying to Guangzhou today. Um, so you're not to, uh, even sticking around for the day. Here. Unfortunately I would have liked to, but, uh, it's just the way, uh, it's w it's when the cheap flight was available. Well, you got here to do this. So we're, we're thankful for that. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, guys. And, uh, and, and how can people get in touch with you if they want to do that? Um, LinkedIn. Um, I have Instagram and Facebook. That's, that's one good way of doing it. Um, and uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Through, through McKay Realty Network. They all have my contact as well. I work very closely with them. So um, easy guy to find. Perfect. Thanks yep. again for coming on. Yep. Appreciate your Thank time. You guys. Appreciate it. Also, I heard it's your 100th episode, uh, so congratulations, guys. I know how hard you've worked, and I know at the beginning it probably wasn't easy, but it's, it's incredible to watch uh, your podcast grow. It's been really, uh, really, really cool. Awesome. Well, we, uh, we appreciate it. Appreciate you being part of the 100th episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, we look forward to sharing this with everyone, too. Thank you. We are here with Pierre Palter John Again, we talked to you not long ago, but yeah. it's always nice to catch up. I do and, agree. Uh, I agree. Always fun to catch up, for sure. Yeah. And where are we, Sandy? Uh, we're at the Real Estate Growth Summit 2019. And uh, you can hear some probably a little bit in the background. Just a bunch of people walking around and uh, we're live streaming. And happy to have Pierre Paul back again. Past guest of the show. Well, I'm happy to be back with you guys. Awesome. So, so we have three questions for you today. It's going to be short and sweet. Yeah. We know everybody here has uh, got, got some things to do. Going to listen to some of the speakers and whatnot. So uh, let's get to it. So... Well, question number one that we have for you is, um, what were your accomplishments over the last year? You know what it is? Uh, as you know, I'm both an investor and uh, an educator, uh, a speaker. And for me, I'm just beginning to master the marketing side of doing a business in the 21st century. That's social media, that's getting out there, speaking, meeting with people. And uh, so my workshops and you know, online course, the sales are going well. Uh, we all attended, uh, you know, the Wealth Hacker Conference a couple of days ago. It was great to see the tribe I'm building. Folks, I couldn't begin to tell the heartwarming uh, testimonies I got. I just never expected it. Some students like online course, I never met them. And they come up to me, they want their pictures taken with me. I feel like I'm a, a rock star, you know, like Brad Pitt or somebody like famous. Uh, but it's, it's, it's just, an, you know, the kind of impact that it's having on them. So, uh, uh, because I've, I've, I've had that idea in my mind for a long time. I've got more, well, I've got still here, uh, Rob, no offense, but uh, it's getting gray. <laughs> and uh, Getting I gray? Born, huh? I said getting gray? Yeah. If you're going you to pick on me, I'll pick on you. <laughs> but the point is, I, I wasn't born with social media, you know, learning media and all that. So it's been a long, uh, steep learning curve and it's, it's working, but it's heartwarming when you can create your tribe like that. So that's one big goal that I'm achieving, still in work, work in progress, but I see the results and I'm really, really excited about that. Awesome. Um, 
what would be some of your what are some of your goals going forward what have you got in on tap for next year into 2020 oh yeah oh 2020 especially after attending wealth hacker right 10x yeah. i gotta push it 10X, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah so i'll i'll 10x certainly the marketing uh on investing side i need to uh you know because i'm in alberta so it's been a bit of a rough patch so but uh time to diversify my investments as you know i'm here in uh, southern ontario to pound the pavement uh, I've been looking at uh, your neck of the woods, uh, you know, uh, Sandy uh, Hamilton and the Golden Horseshoe Corridor. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, I just uh, fell over. They were so pretty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a different reality, which I had to remind myself. Uh, yeah. And I'm starting to also invest in the stock market, which little, just dabbling, uh, dabbing a little bit, a little bit there. So those are some of the things in 2020. But um you know, try to improve again on what I do already. So you don't want to sit on your laurels. So that's uh, my, my training program. I want to once more time, one more time, uh, kind of come up with a new iteration of my uh, online course. Keep improving. I also have great ideas, uh, put out more content. So it's, it's kind of been an exciting year. Very good. You can ask the last one. Um, what would be, if you share one tip with somebody listening to this today, what was your, what's your best tip out there for inspiring real estate investors it's uh it's always mindset right people we as human beings we always shortchange ourselves here i tell you what as a result so now this week's been very busy i've been here like what 10 days in gta uh but it feels like home i i went to school at u of t so that's when i learned english uh you know uh, back in 1983 and uh i i don't attend a lot of events uh, like this one and wealth hacker and uh you know if you're uh short on inspiration why don't you go out to some of these events and be with like-minded people and get that inspiration see what others are doing accomplishing because you're surrounded with a bunch of action takers and doers and you know they bring results so it's all about bringing results so if, there, if i have one tip which i'm giving myself careful get out a little bit more you know get out more with like-minded people that's what i would say nice i like that one perfect that is one thing unless you really force yourself i don't i don't know that it actually it probably does, but I don't know that it comes 100% natural to anybody yeah. to just get uh, out there. Do, do you remember the quote I said on stage the other day? I said, uh, they say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. That's yeah. good. I like it. Um, okay. Well, appreciate your time. Thank um, you for having me again, you guys. Tell us how everyone can reach you. And, oh, you must have some upcoming events and stuff like that. You know what? I'm going to set the dates uh, this next, when I go back home tomorrow. So, but I'll have some workshops in Hamilton uh, in the spring, uh, Langley, British Columbia, and Edmonton. So you can reach me at multifamilyinvestingcanada.com. Mick, multifamilyinvestingcanada.com. I've got an ebook. A lot of people sometimes want to know how do I get started in this multifamily business. Well, I'll start with my ebook because it's designed for you. Five key questions you got to answer. Because you, you can't just make the jump overnight. That's one thing people need to know. So you need to think this through. What are your investment goals? Where's the money going to be uh, coming from? How much? And all that. So it's a cool little, not very long, 23 pages. But if you answer these questions, then you know, can decide, is this for me or not? But it can be for everybody, right? Again, mindset. So anybody can do it. Very good. Very, very good. Thank you. I appreciate right, thank your you time. Guys. No, you've Always got a flight good. going and uh, trying to get ahead of the snowstorm that apparently yeah. we're expecting. Everyone's getting out of here. Yeah. 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 I don't want to be on uh, four one uh, when there's a snowstorm, man. <laughs> I don't. No blame it. Well, great having you on again, Pierre Paul. Awesome. Loved it, and uh, want to encourage everyone to check out your stuff and put multifamilyinvesting. Oh, yeah. Where do they you give us the website? Is that yeah? Multifamilyinvestingcanada.com. That's where you can get the ebook. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys. One more time. Appreciate it. Multifamily Investing Canada. Mick. Multifamily Investing Canada. Cheers. Awesome. Great. Okay. Appreciate Take care. It. Hey, Rob and Sandy, Pierre Paltrow, Canada's multifamily investing authority. Listen, congrats on your 100th episode of your amazing podcast with great information for investors. Thank you so much for doing this. Cheers. We're here at the Real Estate Growth Summit. I, I think that's what it's called. I didn't. Yeah. Realize. Real I'm pretty Estate sure Growth that's what Summit. I've been calling it. Uh, 2019, and uh, there's a bunch of people around, so you'll hear some noise in the background, and whatnot. And we are here with Andrew Hines and Jacob. Camp Panero. So thanks guys for being here with us. And uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things, just short, uh, short and sweet today. Don't have time to get into too much, but what uh, the first question.
question that I have for you guys is what are some of the accomplishments that you've, that you've had this past year? Start with you, Andrew. Uh, so this past year, I uh, finished up a, a multifamily conversion. That was the first one I had actually ever done. I built a unit in the backyard of a property. It's pretty cool, like two separate backyards, uh, you know, vaulted ceilings, beautiful property. And uh, added that to my portfolio, I'm, uh, I got married. So there, there was an accomplishment. Uh, it was a, kind of a busy year with that, with that going on, kind of uh, maybe sidetracked some of the progress along with starting a podcast of my own. And uh, that, uh, that's actually taken off pretty well. It's been a really rewarding year, huge network growth. Um, so this year has been more, uh, more future building, I would say, than years of past years years of past were all production 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 and then this year was all about okay time to grow the network uh so that i can grow and take it to the next level and uh you know that that big change for me i would say this year right on and it sounds like it's went quite well yeah it's been a it's a it's been hustle i've, I've had to grind through it i had to learn how to do a podcast which i i know you can relate to and then and then how to do it volume and, you know, put out an episode a week now, which uh, is the current rate I'm doing it, which is extremely, extremely time intensive. But, uh, you know, I got to catch up with you, man. I got, I got years to make up on. So. Well, we'll get to your podcast in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Jacob, yeah. what, what, what are some of your accomplishments so, from the past year? Yeah. So working, I've been working in real estate now for about three years. So I would say within the last year, um, I finally reached that st stable income level where it's not, you know, paycheck to paycheck, meal to meal. It's, uh, you know, the income now that I have that stability, I've been, uh, I've actually done my first flip to cottage. Mm -hmm. um, so taking, you know, some of Andrew's advice, listening to podcasts, you know, building that. So really a knowledge year for me, learning a lot and um, just, you know, baby steps here into that, into this field that I ideally want to end up in. Right on. Mm -hmm. That sounds cool. Mm -hmm. uh, the cottage. Yeah. Why did you decide to flip a cottage? It seems a little niche. Yeah. So first off, it was a great deal. You know, so I couldn't turn that down. But um, it was more because I'm looking at an Airbnb route. Mm -hmm. I want to do vacation rentals rather than just long-term duplexes, things like that. It just it attracts me to it a little more. And, um, you know, I see it as, a, as an end goal for me to have those, those vacation properties. So you said it was a flip though. Oh. Sort so, of a flip to yourself there scenario, right? A burr, yeah, that's burr. right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so, great. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I, I, I understand the purpose of flipping. Like I get it. And a lot of people turn it into a business, but myself, I just don't, I, I like to hang on to everything. Not, not necessarily forced, but in the past I've sold more properties than I, than I would have liked to, that's for sure. So, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes down to partners and that kind of thing, there's plenty of reasons to get rid of properties. And so when I, I realized when I was flipping that if I had just hung on. And, I, you know, two years later, looking at them saying if I had held on to it, there would have been another $100,000. Sure. Day. Yeah, exactly. So then you could have just gone to it, I don't know, rented it, not renovated it, and yeah. made $100,000. In hindsight, yeah, but who knew, who knew that yeah. the astronaut. So I want to put it together. I've been, I'm doing a bunch of different things, but I want to put it together, and I want to find a way to, to put a million dollars in income together across everything I'm doing, wholesaling, uh, flipping properties, uh, buy and holds, you know, the rental income that's coming in there. I know that it's possible. It's a huge stretch for me in what I've done. Uh, but I know it's possible. And if you don't set the big goal, what, you know, you're never going to hit it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you shoot for a million and come up three quarters of the way, it's better than shooting for 500 grand. That's still pretty sweet, right? Yeah. You know, that's good advice. I like that. Mm -hmm. And Jacob, what about you? Yeah. So uh, for this year, it's going to be uh, the main goal is working on my business, uh, looking for a personal assistant, trying to grow that. Uh, and then my uh, secondary goal there is actually to end up uh, in a house hack situation where essentially I'm living in one of my income properties and benefiting off of uh, either not paying rent or, 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 or mortgage or paying a very small amount mm -hmm. for that. And then you're going to, so, and your goal would be to do that and move on, like do the next one, do the next one. Yeah, kind of exactly. Thing? Yeah. Right on. Yeah, Are you married? Such, 
not yet. So I have that. Uh, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, it's a little that's easier a good, for me to do. Good it. advice. Yeah. yeah. My wife won't agree to that. Which Mine is won't his, either. His sister, by the way, I'm yeah. married to his sister. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, because I that that was that was something I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to do it. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, that sounds great. Um, okay, last question for you guys is um, what was the last question? We'll give you a second to think about it. What is your biggest tip for the people out there listening to this? Build your network uh, because that will build your net worth. Uh, that's so cliche and so oversaid, but it's so true. Like I didn't do it. I was like head down hiding from social media for like six years as an investor. Uh, not, you know, I don't know what it was like, don't be afraid. Somebody's going to take your idea or, or any of that stuff. Like get out there and network with people because the connections you make will accelerate your growth so much faster, which I can just see coming now. Like the, the general contractors I've met, the people I've met that I know can help me in my business go to the next level. Wouldn't have found that unless I had started getting out there. So I would really, really recommend get out there, build your brand network, do all that fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. And worrying about somebody stealing your brand or, or stealing your idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better to take action now as, as, as opposed to worrying about someone stealing your idea and trying to put it all together 100%. Right. Yeah. If you constantly hide in fear, right? Like, what are you on the offense or are you on the defense? Yeah. You know, you want to be on the offense and trying to grow. So, Jacob. That's, that's great, Andrew. Actually, that was my my exact uh my exact tip, but i guess you know something i can add on to that is um start from day one start that that database from day one whether it's a mailing list it's your your business your facebook um because so many people i talk to you know say oh i'm five years in i wish i started a year ago two years ago because now i'm just trying to build this database at this time when i've already could have had a thousand people 500 people that i'm that i'm marketing to so yeah definitely start day one and uh and build that list yeah Yeah, exactly and don't wait for everything to be perfect Mm -hmm. um you know like we're here we're here at the growth summit like we said and right across from me is uh gary mcgowan and his black and white uh not so black and white real estate podcast and they're talking over there right now and look at the setup that they've got you know randall reshort here with me at the uh live real estate uh growth summit 2019. Yeah. That's what it's called. And um, so, Randall, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm uh, actually a Keller Williams agent at the moment. Um, so I help people buy and sell real estate, but I am trying to focus on investors primarily, a lot like yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've also been investing uh, in property since 2011. Uh, currently, I have two properties, one in downtown Toronto and one in Peterborough. Nice. Okay. So um, we're just asking everyone three questions today. Okay. So the first one for you is um, how was last year? How, what, what accomplishments did you get last year? Uh, so last year was kind of my first year being full-time in both real estate sales and trying to build an investment business of my kind of uh, hobby. Um, so I took some coaching through, uh, I'm actually still in coaching with Quentin D'Souza, uh, which I found to be an amazing help. He's a wonderful resource and uh, a really experienced investor. Uh, so that's been wonderful. Another big accomplishment was just getting out and doing more with the community, joining Durham REI, going to Irwin's events, meeting people like yourself. And uh, I added a property to the portfolio through a good agent in Peterborough. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, that's a student rental. And uh, I also did a little bit of private lending and uh, and a joint venture. Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, with the uh, Peterborough property, the joint venture. Oh, okay. Okay, great, great. And uh, now what are your plans for next year? Uh, I'm hoping to build on all of those things, uh, learning a little bit more about some of the private lending. And uh, I'd like to do two more joint ventures next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try to focus on Peterborough and uh, buy another new primary residence, hopefully. Uh, okay. And uh, so why are you looking to move then? Uh, currently, I'm renting um, downtown. And we're kind of doing a bit of a transitionary year renting while we uh, save up some money mm-hmm. and then uh, hopefully purchase another Toronto house. So what would you say is the number one tip that you could leave people with from what you've learned over the last little bit? Uh, I think getting out there, 
getting out there, meeting people. I'm a bit of an introvert, but uh, yeah, just trying to put myself out there, meet people, learn from others. And uh, now with my real estate sales stuff, try and help other people get into what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. It can be tough to put yourself out there. It really can. Uh, I mean, just for example, uh, it's hard to have the camera on me, (laughs) you know, doing these kind of things. And then I forget what the question was and, (laughs) you know, we have some fun with that. Absolutely. But But you uh, guys guys have been doing a great job. I've learned a ton from you and Sandy uh, on the podcast and in person. Oh, right on. Thank you. uh, Yeah. There's a lot of good people in the community. It's great. And how can people reach out to you if they want to get in touch with you? Uh, then go to ontarioassets.com or uh, my personal email is randall at ontarioassets.com. Great. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on. Really yeah. appreciate you Thank stopping you. by the booth. Yeah. Thanks, man. Have a good day. Take care. Adrian Pinozo, thanks for coming by. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. So we're, we're just going to do a couple of questions today. Yeah. Uh, I know you're, you're here to hear the uh, speakers, so don't want to take too much of your time. But I just wanted to ask you, what are some of your big achievements over the last year you want to share with everybody? Yeah, so for sure. Uh, last year was an incredible year for us for, with respect to growth. Um, we, uh, Sandy and I, started uh, Executive Properties Capital Inc., mm-hmm. uh, which is an investment company uh, focusing on joint venture partnerships with other investors and investing in real estate together. So... Uh, not only did we start that company, which is, uh, again, been growing pretty rapidly, our goal was also to put together a bunch of different companies that we could provide a full service portfolio, if you will, for any investor coming through the door that is interested in investing in real estate. So right from you know the, the real estate angle to the investment angle, we partnered up with um, other companies as well. Um, construction company, for example. Um, we have our own marketing company now. We have our own virtual assistant company. So there's the, the, the mindset was to try and really corner the market with, with capitalizing and providing all these different services for our clients, our joint venture partners, um, which I think, big picture. I don't know of any other company right now that's offering all the things we were able to offer our clients and our joint venture partners. So it's been a challenge to get all those companies off the ground in mm-hmm. 2019, but so far so good. That's really interesting too, that you have all of those things combined, like they all work together, but you're right. I think um, for the most part, not a lot of people are taking all of those things and putting them together. You'll have some mixture of them with different companies, but that's quite you uh, like virtual assistants never really heard of that being included as part of a package sort of thing. Yeah. Well, a lot of our joint venture partners and clients we work with are uh, business savvy as well. And they have multiple businesses on the go and, you know, there's only so many hours in a day where, you know, we want to leverage our time and give the smaller things to maybe a virtual assistant that can control that for you. So you can focus on, the bigger things that are going to make you that much more profitable or growing and growth and getting ahead with you and your, your family, your companies, your, your, your business, I guess your business uh, goals and so on and so forth. Okay. So that was what you did last year. Now let's talk about your big goals for 2020. What do you have planned? So our goals uh, for 2020, again, growing these companies, uh, the growth factor is huge, but more so we are going to now start to focus on bigger scale investments. Uh, we're looking at bigger um, opportunities, uh, 20, 30, 40 minute buildings that um, uh, we're able to capitalize and incorporate the uh, buy, renovate, refinance strategy. A lot of our investors are looking for bigger opportunities like that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and focus. I mean, we're never going to pass up a good deal. But we're going to more try to focus on building this capital company and investing in larger uh, opportunities, if you will, in the apartment-style complex. Very good. Anything else? Um, I think that's going to take a lot of time, to be quite honest with you. But uh, I was sort of wondering if you were planning uh, more vacations and stuff. I saw some of your pictures from the last one. Well, that's always... earphones here, <laughs> but that's always uh, for sure. I would focus 
our goal, well, my, me and my family's goal is at least five vacations a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Knock on wood, we, we get there. But uh, last year we took, um, yeah, I think we hit four vacations last year in Europe, the Caribbean, so on and so forth. And again, the power of real estate has enabled me or enabled me and my family the luxury and the freedom to be able to pick up and go four to five times a year. So we're going to continue, obviously, to do that and enjoy ourselves as well because work hard, play hard. Yeah, I think I probably could have went on vacations and I had like such a limited mindset growing up. Um, You know, money wasn't spent on things like vacations because that's just money thrown away, really. You know, that's the mindset. So um, it wasn't until I got into the whole real estate thing that I even started taking any vacations at all. And, uh, and it's such an important thing, I think, to just put work down and, and really have the, like, enjoy life. That's the whole point. And then get back to it and build it so you can do it again. Absolutely. Um, so I guess, do you have one big tip that you can leave for everybody that's listening to this? Yeah, for sure. I, my biggest tip for everybody listening is surround yourself with the right team. I can't stress that enough. It's really made a difference uh, in my life. It's made a difference in my investment world life. Um, Having the right team of people, competent people, to steer you in that right direction, to give you that right advice, to to so on and so forth, I I can't stress that anymore. It's, um, I think real estate investing is, it's not brain surgery, but at the same time, having the people in your corner that have been there, done that, fall forward and get up and keep going is huge uh, in this industry. There's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things can happen. Absolutely. So yeah, um, prepare yourself. That's good, very good advice. And thanks for stopping by here again. Um, how can people get in touch with you, Adrian? Yeah, just simply uh, flip me an email, executive properties, IES at rogers.com. And uh, I'd be love to help you out. And um, if I can pass on any advice uh, that I've been able to accumulate over nine years of real estate investing, I'd love to do that. Perfect. Okay. Thank you very much, Adrian. Have a, enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah. And congratulations on your 100th episode, I believe. Yeah. Thank you very much. Awesome. Cheers. Yeah. We are here with Gary McGowan and Colin Campbell from the not so black and white real estate podcast and other places as well as I'm sure that we'll learn, <laughs> but that's one good place you can hear them together. Um, so thanks for coming on guys. Appreciate you being here. Oh, very. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks yeah, for man. having us. This is, this is actually, this the is a first, big step. <laughs> this is the first, uh, this is the first time we were on a podcast together. That's not your own. That's not, that's our, not own. our own. Yeah. 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 So, this is amazing. <laughs> so thanks right, Rob. Right. Yeah, I appreciate it. You guys are set up right across the hall from us here at the uh, uh, at the Road conference stuff. here yeah. that we're at, and uh, I'm quite jealous of how you guys have everything set up. Uh, <laughs> but like I was saying to you earlier, if we waited until we had your setup, we would never would have put out any shows. The so, truth is, uh, yeah. Rob and Sandy, uh, the goal is we all want to be like you because uh, you guys have been doing this. This is good. This is your 100th episode. Uh, you know, we're looking up to you guys to, to learn and grow and to take nuggets from you so that we can take back to our own and be able to flourish and, you know, do really well at it. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. And you guys are doing quite well, too. Um, so kudos for your podcast. Um, we just have a couple questions for you guys today. It's not going to be a long interview, just a few minutes. So... The first thing I wanted to ask you is what are some of the achievements that you're most proud of over the last year that you want to share with us? Uh, I'll That's go, you. you go first. I'll go first because <laughs> Gary's got a big, big, big something. He's going to talk too oh, long. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he talks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think my, my biggest accomplishment uh, this year, it's uh, having a new team member on my team, uh, 21 years old. And, in September, he was able to cross the $100,000 mark of income. Amazing. So 21 years old, and uh, that is something that he, did, he never thought was possible within, you know, nine months or even within a year. And he's been able to break through those barriers. And now he's thinking much bigger. His goal next year, it was so exciting to hear that he shared it with me earlier, that his goal next year is 
250,000. So, and this is a 21 year old. Yeah. So that there, I would say my biggest accomplishment, uh, the thing that I'm most proud of this year, apart Perfect. from kids, family, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. And I mean, uh, that's why we're doing all this, right? Um, what's that like as a team leader to bring somebody on? And, and is that like, do you find that you take a lot of that onus on you to be able to provide that to him? Uh, absolutely. Because uh, now, you know, we, are, we have our own families that we are innately responsible for and we want to go and do everything for them. Now, when a team member joins your team, they're now becoming a part of that family. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you might stay half sleepless nights based on how do I provide for my kids mm-hmm. and my wife. It's the same thing. You're going to have sleepless nights. How do I challenge my, my co-worker, my business partner thinking? How do I provide for them so that they can provide for their family? What opportunities can we create so that they can grow into those opportunities? Yeah, and it's similar, I think, to uh, a joint venture partnership in a way that well, you feel that responsibility, Absolutely. right, to to pull through for them. And you know, I don't think that ever goes away because I anytime I have a new partner, it's sleepless nights. Am I spending their money right? Like they're trusting me a lot here. You know, am I making the wrong move on this or that? So, um, so yeah, that's a very big accomplishment. Congratulations, thank you, uh, Gary. What uh, what do you want to share with us? What were what were some of your achievements from the past year? Uh, from the last year, there's a, there's been a few. Uh, one that stands out is an opportunity came up for me where I would actually step out of being a realtor and selling homes on a day to day basis, and more importantly, at leading my team. And uh, so that opportunity was to actually work within our brokers as the general manager. Yes, and so that after two or three months kind of going back and forth and making sure that it was the right decision for me and for the brokerage, I, I took that opportunity. And, and really now, instead of running a team, a smaller team, I'm running a team of, you know, over 230 agents. And mm-hmm. now I get to work with those agents like Colin and, and so forth to understand their big why, help them achieve their huge goals and, uh, and think bigger. And it's, uh, it's forced me to think way bigger than I ever have before. And, and I love it. I really love it. I, I'm very proud of that, that move and what it's done for me for, for sure. Mm-hmm. I saw that announcement. Congratulations on that. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Okay. Um, so now what are your big goals going into 2020? Colin, what do you got planned? Uh, my plan is to create the more, duplicate what I've done this year with, uh, with the success of my business partner, create more like that. And the goal is to create three more um, associates, partners like that, that mm-hmm. can break through their limits and belief and achieve their goals. So that's my big goal this year Beautiful. for 2020. What about real estate investing goals? Do you have any real estate investing goals? Absolutely. Uh, Let's talk about those. Investing goal is to find two JV partners and um, we're, I'm actually working through the numbers of how many properties to pick up next year. Yeah, yeah. It's not about the numbers, though, right? Like, I, no. I think that's a Russell Westcott thing. That's right. That's right. Quality over quantity. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. For yeah, sure. see, we got to talk about the investing part. That's right there. <laughs> so, uh, Gary, what about you? So I have a really unique opportunity where, as you know, in the past, I've done a lot of um, teaching and, and working investment seminars, and I now get to teach our realtors the value of owning investment property. And uh, it's, it's important for me to do that because a lot of them have not had that opportunity before. No. And yeah. they don't see it as an opportunity. And, and as you know, and you're a realtor too, and, and the, having investment properties, that's what generates wealth. And kind of Opening their eyes to that has just been a huge opportunity for me uh, from because I'm able to speak from experience and how to look and analyze properties, how to, how to attract joint venture capital. And we're talking about all those things now. And, and it's kind of getting me back in the game because you, you can talk a good game. Uh-huh. You talk a way better game if you're actually doing it, though, right? As, as you know. So Lead by example. I, right? Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to uh, in 2020 is leading by example, sharing what I know with, with the people around me and helping them grow their wealth. Okay. Now, what are you, what are, what are your investment plans? 
So our investment plans, we're actually exiting a few of our properties to move that money into, you know, we're getting rid of our dogs as you, as people like to say. So moving that money into pure cash flow producing properties, mm-hmm. also bigger opportunities for us and, uh, working and we, we own those properties with partners. So making sure we're all aligned and, and, and always, we're always working on those relationships, mm-hmm. uh, whether they're good, bad or sideways, you always got to massage them and work on them. And, uh, and, and we're looking to acquire some other properties in the new year for sure. What types of properties are you interested in? So we like multifamily properties. Um, Anywhere from we we own any, anything from single family up to fiveplex, but the, any as long as you have two or more units, we're thrilled with that. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Um, what's a? Can you leave us with a big tip? What What's one tip that you would uh, be able to offer to the listeners? I can leave you with three. Is that okay? No, just said okay. one. So, <laughs> one. Then he told me he talks too yeah, much. Forget right? those three. <laughs> I warned you. Yeah. Uh, drink coffee and have fun. Uh, the the three tips that I always like to leave and, and work with is when I when I talk about buying investment properties is a I, I want to know how I'm going to buy it. Two, I want to know how I can add value to that property. Mm. And three, I want to know how I can exit that property. If I can't answer those three questions, I'm on to the next property. And it's always good to have different ways of exiting the property. So, I mean, if, if, uh, if, if the only answer is buy and hold, that's, you know, you got to kind of look at it like, Hmm, no, if no one else is going to buy this property, you know, maybe I don't want it either or whatever. Lots of different, uh, multiple exit strategies is good. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, thanks, Colin. What about you? Um, for me, it's uh, in terms of specifically specifically around investing. It's just taking action. Um, a lot of us we analyze and we we pour over the data and we we ponder whether to do it or not. You know, the experience is going to come by us doing it. Just get there and do it. Uh, we're, we're we're there's no failure if we learn from it. Right. Mm. Uh, so it's taking action. Surround yourself with the right people so you can mitigate your losses. At some point, we just need to take action and stop sitting on the sideline and watching people soar to their, uh, you know, highest potential and become the best that they can be where they're owning, you know, hundreds of properties. And we're still analyzing the data mm-hmm. from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Just get out there and buy a property. And everyone likes to sound like they're just like they've done all their research and they want it. They, they, they want to come at that way because if somebody asks you, you know, why did you buy that place? You want to go, well, economic fundamentals, you know, like that's what everyone wants to do. But, but you, but the most important thing is look, I can, I don't, I don't pretend to know about all the economic fundamentals of Oshawa or Peterborough. You know, I know that they're good towns, but something can happen regardless of where you invest, right? So as long as that property is cash flowing, you got to have at least enough experience and, and background into looking into things that you can figure that out. Of course. But I, I, I think that it sounds cliche, but that is probably the biggest piece of advice that anyone can take away. And that was Grant Cardone's huge offering, you know, on the weekend, there. On the yeah. weekend just take action, just do something. You can't sit and analyze. You can't stop for one second. Yes. As soon as you get the idea, go and do something about it. Otherwise, you're not going to. Absolutely. You need mm-hmm. to stop uh, looking at the world as a spectator. Let's, let's get in the race. Uh, get into the arena. Let's take action. I forgot that for a little while myself. And it's nice to, to be back around people that are thinking that way again, you know? So, yeah. Um, cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you coming on, answering our questions. And uh, Gary, you didn't talk that much. Not no, that it wasn't much. too bad, right? It wasn't, no, yeah. not overly. Yeah. You've been over there talking all morning, so maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's it. Thanks a lot for having us, Robin. Thanks. Appreciate Thanks, it, brother. Have a good day. Robin Sandy, huge congratulations to you and your 100th episode. Huge achievements. This is a big deal. I mean, 100, it's, you know, people get to 50 episodes, 10, ep- 10 episodes, but when you attach a hundred to anything, like you, you were in, in, in a league where most people don't get to. So that is a huge accomplishment. Like I've said before, this is how we, we look up to you guys and it's our goal to, you know, follow in your footsteps as well. So congratulations. Amazing job. So we are here with Mark Loeffler.
thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Good Appreciate you, you being here. We'll be better once you join Keller Williams. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm working on it. Yeah. Uh, the co-host isn't here. He's busy with his uh, duties in the other room. So it's just you and me today. All right. Sounds good. Um, Mark, I guess introduce yourself again a little. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, my name is Mark Loeffler. Uh, I'm a real estate investor. I've uh, been a real estate investor for the last uh, 20 or so years. Uh, 10 years ago, I got my real estate license, ran a big team. Sandy was part of that. Got Sandy into real estate, who got Rob into real estate. And, you know, as an agent. As an agent. Sorry, I apologize for everybody now have to deal with both of them. Um, uh, yeah. They so, dealt with us before that. We weren't agents. There you go. <laughs> um, and now, basically, I buy real estate. I invest in businesses. Uh, I do some mentoring a little bit on the side. Um, that's about it. Well, after have you back on, we have more time to do a, an extended interview because you, you know, you, things have changed drastically since we had you on before. Yeah. Things have changed a lot. Like, yeah, I, I stopped obviously running my real estate team. Um, and yeah, basically I retired for about two years before last year when I went, jumped back in and actually took a job because I got bored. So golf season had ended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to follow up with you on that one and get the, the extended story. But today, I just have three questions for you today. So the first one is, um, what are some of the achievements that you've had over the last year that you can share with us? Yeah, um, I guess some of the achievements are, I mean, I, I've closed on about 80 units this year. Um, so 80 get, units? Yeah, 80 units. Um, I've had a 54, 55% return on my, uh, my options account. I've invested in five new businesses. Um, profit share has grown a fair bit, uh, which you should learn about, by the way. Uh, You're like uh, the guy that people need to get in front of with their with their dragon's den sort of ideas. 100%. That's what I do a lot of. Well, there we I get uh, small business owners, and I and I work with them to grow the business. And I work with guys who obviously people who I like. Actually, I should say it's not all guys. And um, yeah, they got a business idea. Maybe they don't have the funds to start it, but they're passionate about it. They want to work hard and they have the knowledge and expertise. I'm happy to help. Hmm. Well, okay. So you were in the middle of your, well, yeah, probably not still, the middle, probably still at the beginning of your achievements, but yeah, so, let's continue. So I did a half Ironman in Dubai. I did uh, this thing called the Wilderness Traverse, the 150 kilometer adventure race. It takes up to 30 hours. We did that in 25 and a half hours. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, what else? Um, I, in my job, I've basically doubled the size of the, the office that I'm in in Oakville. So if you're an Oakville agent, you want to talk to me about uh, joining Keller Williams Signature, give me a call. Um, I don't know. You know, I like that you didn't go right into um, just all financial achievements, all business achievements. It was, it was life achievements, you know, things that you wanted to do in your life too. Oh, yeah. Right. And oh, that's why we do all this. Oh, I mean, I got my handicap down to about a 13 <laughs> golf from a 23. So that's a pretty big uh, jump in a year. And I still have a lot of work to do on putting. So right on, right on. Um, 80 units. Let's, uh, I mean, uh, this is, uh, so I lied to you. Okay. We've got a lot more than three questions. I'm going to dive <laughs> into each one, I guess, a little bit and talk about it. But um, how, okay. How do you even, how does that start? How does that all work? 80 units in a year. Well, I mean, it's pretty simple. You just buy four buildings. Okay. Okay. So you bought four buildings, yeah. combined total 80 yeah. units. 32, that's, 20, 19. Don't play it down, though. No, I mean, I'm not. I mean, but I mean, that's what it is. I mean, so I have a system and model in place that uh, I can basically buy. I mean, if it's the right property and it works for me, it's like the type of thing I'm looking for. I can basically close on in three or four weeks. And once that's in, like it takes maybe an hour of my time over the next three to six months. Yeah. So like, as I said, I, can, I have a system and model that, you know, once I put them in and they get, they get, uh, you know, into system, I'm spending maybe an hour or two the first three months. And then after that, I'm maybe spending 15 minutes a month. And that's mainly uh, bookkeeping and, you know, I, I do a little blurb to the investors every three months saying, Hey, we've renovated this much many units. Here's the rents we're getting now. Here's the, uh, the P and L, the balance sheet, all that type of stuff. And away we go. So we'll get all the contact information where people can find stuff like that at the end. Um, let's talk about your big goals for next year, 
2020. What do you got planned? Um, that's the thing. I don't. Really, I haven't really planned anything else this year. This year. Um, for next year yet. Uh, Vacations? Uh, family time? Uh, we're gonna go to um, Costa Rica, Nicaragua for a week. Uh, we. Uh, I'll probably actually renovate my cottage. That'll be a big one for next year. I haven't. I haven't been in any races yet, which is a lot of people because I'm training still, and they're like, "Oh, what are you training for?" I'm like, I don't know yet. Like, well, what, why do you do keep training for what you're training? I'm like, well, I don't know. It's, if I don't train, like, what else am I going to do, right? Right. So, um, yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, I really haven't. I mean, here's the thing: I'm going to add more buildings next year because why not? I'm going to just collect them. Uh, we're going to refinance three of them, so that's going to give us a. a big uh, whack of cash and you know my partners don't really want their money back they want to just build a portfolio mm-hmm. so uh, we'll do that probably add another 80 to 100 units um, I want to get to, to single digits handicap for golf so you know I'd be happy at a seven or eight maybe a six a, a scratch golfer I don't think I'll ever be because I don't want to put the time and effort into that uh, I want to get my that's trade- mindset too. just will it into the hole yeah sure uh, I've read that uh, book too. What's that? The the monk who sold his Ferrari or whatever. I have no idea. I was just I'm just trying to bring mindset into it because uh, I I haven't golfed. I I think I've golfed well probably a combined total of maybe you know ten times in ten years kind of thing. So yeah. and you uh, go out and beat Sandy. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> well, I've never played with Sandy. Yeah. Sandy's quite the golfer though I hear. Sandy's a good golfer. Yeah, yeah. Sandy's yeah. probably still a four or five, even though he golfs maybe twice a year. If he wasn't if he wasn't doing this, that's what he'd be doing. hundred <clears> percent. Or a professional poker player. Don't, uh, don't play poker with Sandy, okay? <laughs> maybe we'll set up an online thing. That way we can fund the uh, podcast. That's that. There you go. <laughs> um, okay, Mark, what's uh, do you have a tip that you can leave us with? Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, my biggest tip is, as I was talking about on another podcast today, is, you know, just say yes. Take action. Figure it out later. You know, I mean, what's the worst thing that happens? It doesn't work out. And don't take it as a failure. Take it as a learning opportunity. This has been a huge theme today. I mean, and, and it sounds so cliche. It sounds like the thing that everyone says, just take action, but really it, it's not. Like if there's one thing that will get you somewhere, that's the only thing that will get you anywhere is to actually do something. Well, I mean, it's funny. We had a, a new agent come in the office and he wants to work with investors. Mm-hmm. I say, he's like, how do I get started? I said, you know, go out and look at a hundred properties, go out and physically look at a hundred properties, renovated, unrenovated, um, figure out what the rents are, crunch all the numbers on each hundred properties. And once you've done that, you'll have more knowledge than 90% of the people, 90% of the investors out there because they don't go out and do that, right? Mm -hmm. And then you can talk intelligently to an investor. And as soon as you can do that, I mean, selling real estate is not that hard, is it? No. Well, I mean, look, I I think you... You have to know something. You have to you have to figure something out, right, in order to make it work. And yet, it's a learned skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see what you mean. Anyone can do it. Yeah. I guess that's what that's the point. Yeah. Anyone can do it. You it's don't a- have to have, you don't have to be the smartest guy to be able to go out and 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 buy a duplex. Right. Well, it's the same thing as if I want to be a scratch golfer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a learned skill. I mean, I have the athletic ability to do it. It just. I don't want to put the time and effort in that it would take me to go out and be a scratch golfer. Whereas that I wanted to put the time and effort into going out and learning to put a system and model together to buy apartment buildings mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. to trade options or invest in businesses. Take action, everybody. That's the lesson. I think it's going to be the long running uh, theme of, you know, whatever the tips are from the guests today. Yep. Um, okay. Mark, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, live in the dream 40, live in the dream 40. I like that. All right. Uh, thanks again for being here. Really appreciate you coming on. Thanks Rob. And that's it. Thank you. My pleasure. Hey, congratulations, Robin Sandy on 100 podcasts. That's awesome. I know I was on really early between 15 and 20 and to be honest with you, I didn't think you'd make it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. So we've got Adriano here today. Adriano is a uh, investor. He's an electrician, blue collar guy, 
and uh, one of our go-to guys in Hamilton to uh, do a lot of our jobs. I know he works with a lot of investors in Hamilton, owns rental properties himself, is an investor and uh, really a savvy guy and smart guy when it comes to investment in real estate. Uh, Adriano, what are Grande Electric, I should mention, uh, is the company. What are some of your achievements over the last year that you're really excited about? Well, in the last year, um, I actually started doing uh, a new investment also, which is uh, stock options trading along with real estate. And uh, so I'm really happy with those uh, gains I've been doing lately, about 30 to 40% uh, year to date. 30%. Really yeah. Wow. 40%. Pretty cool. Yeah. When did you start doing that? A uh, year and a half ago. A year and a half? Yeah. And did it go right into those gains right away or was no, it a no, bit of a slow in the beginning you go slow and you just test out the water see how it works and then after you keep adding more money the more money you have in the more it grows right it's like a kind of like it's kind of some, some like real estate right well, sorry sorry there you go it's like a little bit like uh real estate too right you, first time you buy one and then you do buy another one and then you reinvest and take out the money and build another one it's the same kind of idea so what did you how did you get into real estate originally uh, it's well, the stock thing. That's the second. That's, that's, a, second, that's, that's the secondary. Thing, right? Was the first thing was um, was uh, Mark actually Mark who was it Mark Loeffler and uh, Billy my brother in law. Yeah, they were at a Rains event, and that's how I got into real estate myself. My family has always been invested in real estate, but it was when uh, with these uh, real estate investing courses that we decided to start buying real estate. And uh, Mark Loeffler, I've had him on this. Uh, actually, I got him on this episode again. This is our hundredth episode. I don't know if you know. This is our, our live hundredth episode oh, that we're wow. shooting here. You're going to be a part of it. So hundredth anniversary. Hundredth anniversary oh, episode. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so, what what are some goals for next year? You've done some cool stuff this year. You've made some. You've added another kind of income stream to your. Yeah, uh, income streams, and I have three. Right there. Now you got your business, which is electric electrical Electric company, and now I have the options trading. Options trading, and you got real estate. So I think. Uh, now this year's goal, well, coming up for next year meeting, next year 2020, mm-hmm. will be to. I'm re- actually in the my first apartment building that I bought. I'm refinancing December 1st, pulling out some of that money, and hopefully I can buy another apartment building nice. and generate some more income. What kind of properties do you got right now in your portfolio? So I have one 16 unit apartment building, uh, made in Ontario, and I have a three townhouses down on the mountain, up in the mountain. Hamilton Mountain, right? Hamilton. So you're all in Hamilton? All Hamilton, everything's Hamilton. Cool. Yeah. Do you live in Hamilton? No, I live in Etobicoke. So just outside of uh, Toronto. Yeah, just right here. Yeah, and uh, uh, you're down in Hamilton all the time, though. I know you do a lot yeah. of your uh, yeah. like, a lot of your business is there. West End, West Side. Uh, so from Toronto, Oakville, Burlington, Hamilton. Why don't you share with the listeners, what are some, what would be one, if you had one of the biggest tips, uh, biggest things you've learned over the years, investing in real estate, that you would share with them, what would that be? The number one thing would be to keep investing and not worry about uh, all the noise from the news saying, oh, we're going to crash this and that. You just keep going, buy a rental property. The rentals always will will feed your pockets, right? So you don't got to worry about the price. The price goes down 50%, you're still going to make money because you're renting it out as long as it's rental. Stick to rentals, you'll always be a winner. And... So you got to tell us a little, little bit more about the stock stuff. What, what are you doing there? How, how are you able to do that and make it work? Like, how much education did you need? What was the process to get to where you are at it with uh, it now? Zero education. You just need to be willing to learn a new uh, tool, right? So I read a couple of books, two, three books. I had like my mentors, yeah. uh, which was Omar Khan and... Uh, Mark. What was the book? What was the main book? Money for Nothing, Your Stocks Are Free. Money for Nothing, Your Stocks Are Free, yeah. which they can pick up somewhere. I think it's a website. Yeah, you can buy it online or it's a Derek Foster book. Yeah. And yeah, then you read that one. And then there's another book. But that's the main book that'll get your head, uh, your, your wheel spinning in your head. Okay. So, uh, and uh, I mean, sounds pretty good. <laughs> it pretty sounds almost too good to be true. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's freaking, you can make like 1% to 2% per month. So per year, it adds up being over 24 if you compound it, in, right? Monthly, it's... So it's a cash flow model. Cash flow. It's a cash flow. Not going to build wealth necessarily no, like not, real estate? No, it's totally different. It's more cash flow. However, so cash have, flow is good. Real estate is good for right? the wealth growth. Yeah. This is cash flow. So you do both, you're laughing. Awesome. I think it's great. Awesome. Well, if anybody needs to reach out to you and talk to you about uh, probably either with investments or uh, electric, electrical work in 
west end of Toronto, all the way over to Hamilton. Yeah. How can they do that? Give me a call at the four one six six five nine two thousand one. And uh, you can email me or email me at grandeelectric at gmail.com. All right, there you go. Give him your shouts. If you have any electrical needs, he's your man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for, thanks for coming on.